Well, hello, 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 and welcome to another exciting edition of your favorite all-women talk show, Sister, Sister. Uh, I'm soon going to have to update that line because um, we have men in our audience, but it's all well and good. My name is Jessica, and I'm really excited to come your way once again. Now, on tonight's show, you know it's filled with the usual drama. I mean, relationships are an ongoing process, you know, and it takes work that has to go in every single day to make it better. And so shows like this, I guess, offer a platform for people to maybe reconsider, you know, think about certain things that they may not have prior and so much more. So we'll be getting into all that in a second. But... Um, don't forget, there are various ways that you can interact with us on the show today, and I'll be sharing that with you shortly, right after I introduce my sisters on the show with me today. So we'll go for a quick break, and when we return, we get right into action. And you're welcome back to Sister Sister on City TV and 97.3 City FM. So tonight we have our usual suspects. But before I introduce them real quick, let me tell you. I mean, it's a show that's about relationships. And so we're soliciting for, you know, questions that you may have, um, you know, for us. Essentially, we know there's a lot of drama that goes on every time. And sometimes you just need like a second opinion on something that may be happening in your life. And this show offers you that um, opportunity to share with us. So zero five. Five four nine nine eight six nine nine six is our WhatsApp number. Don't forget to prefix it with um, our country code plus two three three if you're messaging us from outside Ghana, or you know just uh, send us an email to Jessica at CityFMOnline.com. Better yet, like our Facebook page, and we should be good to go. So let's say hello to the sisters, and I will start from my far left today with Rosina. Hi. What's okay, going hello. on, girl? <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. I'm Today good. we're all in I'm black. I don't know if like, you were copying me. Well, I have a good reason to be in black. Yeah. 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 But the rest of you are copying me. I'm pretending to be slim. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, black is slimming, right? That's what really? they say. But I'm not feeling that, too. No. You're on your own. You're on your own. All right. But you're good, though, are you? Much better. Good. Good Settling to know. In. Good to know. Good to know. And Olivia, how's your week been? It's been good. Great. It's been good. Thank great. you. Great. The little songs are fine. Everybody's the kitty boobs and kitty bags. Husband is happy, full good. and satisfied, and oh, so are the hello. kids. Hello, hello, happy, full and satisfied. Emma, what's going on? Everything I'm okay? Good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. I'm also mourning, but I'm making it fashion, mm. just like Rosie. But yeah, yeah. we did. Okay. Yeah. I just like black. I'm not mourning. <laughs> I just like well, black. I like you. Yeah. It's all good. Ladies, thanks for making time out. And to you, the audience, for showing up again, please. All right, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to jump right into action, and it's pretty straightforward. We have a, well, um, a submission. Someone sent us this particular story. Watch. Good evening. My two-and-a-half-year-old daughter is too touchy for my liking. I weaned her off breastfeeding in the ninth month, and even before she was off breast milk, she'd grab and play with my breasts, even in public. When she was six months old, she started touching her father's private parts anytime he held her or was seated next to her. Can you imagine? Initially, we made jokes about it, 
I later realized she would sometimes put a hand inside her father's pants to touch his private parts and be giggling about it. When my husband first told me, I didn't believe it. But I witnessed it once and really beat her to put a stop to it. But she still does it. <laughs> my husband is sometimes turned on to the extent of rushing into the room to have sex with me. He says he's tried to stop her, but it seems that is how she connects with him too. Long before Kobe Bryant's death, my husband had been showing me pictures of how fathers bonded with their kids, that is mouth-to-mouth -mouth kiss, etc. He feels we should leave her to connect with us the best way possible. Sisters, my baby girl will be three years this year, and she has seen her father's nakedness a thousand times already, and he doesn't seem to care. He has also prohibited me from beating our daughter. Do you think this kind of father-daughter connection at her age will continue being non-sexual? What should a concerned wife and mother do in this situation? Quite the story. Hmm. Uh, yeah, Rosina's already fanning herself. Mm. Which means I need who, to cool down yeah, first. Yeah, who wants to take this first? I mean, um, this is serious. Yes, it is. I always say this. Children are so intelligent. Babies are intelligent beings. This is me. Um, I'm not expecting that to be the same for you, but I will talk based on the experience I had. I feel like when we're pregnant with our babies as women, we're constantly talking. Our babies can hear at a certain point in time during the, the, the fetal stage. They can hear, they can sort of see light, they can, um, <clears throat> they can feel your emotions, they, they know their father's voices. So when the baby comes out, yes, every stage is different. They go through different developmental stages. They're too intelligent. And you have to put your foot down as a parent. They're completely clean slate. I say this time and I'll say it again. Children are a completely clean canvas. What you put on them is what they will reflect. Mm. They know nothing. It's your responsibility as a parent to set rules. You need to let your children know what the rules are, even from, you know, even right when they come out of your womb. Um, they know which buttons to push. They know who is the weakest link, whether it's mommy, whether it's daddy. They will take advantage if you allow them to. I, I, I've said this again, I'll say it today. <clears throat> My son was about seven months. I was in the kitchen, had so much to do. I had laundry to do. I had the dishes to do. He would cry because he wanted me to pick him up, up out of the, the chair thing that he was mm. in. And I said to him, Z, I love you to bits. Mommy has to finish the dishes. There's so much to do. After I finish the dishes, I'll pick you up. No, 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 no. I stood in front of the dishes. I started washing. I he turned around. I looked at him. He was crying. I, it's not like he's crying, crying, no. But he's just making those funny noises just to get my attention. Mm. I turned around, looked at him, eyeball to eyeball. And then I said, Z, no. The last, the final time, he, started, he ignored me. He continued I turned around and said nothing, and I went straight to washing my dishes. He stopped. Right then, he stopped. He knew I was not going to entertain his fuss. Hmm. They like the attention. It's just like a child will be running around, running around. You go to a mall with them, and they're throwing tantrums. They're... Doing themselves on the floor. I mm. No. Dante. Dante. <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs> you see, it starts, it, discipline starts from the house. Or a baby lifts his hand, bam, hits an adult's face. Oh, Jano, Jano, Yakola. No. Mm. 
Hmm. You tell them no. You 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 you. Not everybody believes in this, but once they touch you like that, touch them also like that, and let them know that no, it's not nice. I'm not saying be abusive towards your children. I'm just saying that you need to let them understand. To every action, there is a reaction, and hmm. they need to understand what the rules are. It is not right for them to go out hitting people. You start with the basics at home. You don't wait till your child is. Is about three years old. You go to church and you can't even sit down because your child makes you run around because you don't show them who is boss from infancy. So it, it, it all lies on you as a parent from get-go day one. Tell them yes is yes and no is no. Bedtime is nine o'clock. You put the lights off. You go to bed. Mm. So they understand that at a, at a young age that when mommy says yes is yes, mm. when she means no is no. And they know that your tone even sounds assertive. They know you're not smiling at them because they like to push boundaries. So there's a time and stage for everything as parents. So when you miss out, it, it gets a bit difficult. It's not impossible, but it gets a bit difficult. This whole thing about your daughter touching your husband's private parts, it's not funny. Mm -mm. There's nothing funny about it. It's supposed to be daddy's private part. And what's daddy also doing walking around naked in the house? <laughs> I, really? I mean, oh I don't boy. mind daddy wearing boxer shorts in the house. But really, put your, really? your, your, no, I don't mind. Cause sometimes, some people are generally hot. They want to feel free. It's just like us women. Maybe on the day you wear your hot pants and then you wear your bra and you're walking at home. You're not completely naked. You know, you just want to feel sexy, you want to feel cool. But you're not naked, and that's my point. And to the extent that you've been so naked over and over and over again now, your child feels like, oh, your your thing is dangling in front of you. Oh, yeah, what's this? Let me touch. <laughs> and there's an arrangement. And then daddy exclaims, and she's like, oh, I really like it when daddy reacts like this. And you think it's cool. No. Yeah. You know, you, you, there's, there's right and there's wrong. You are failing your daughter now. What kind of connection do you need to connect with your father? What kind of connection do you need? You need to touch your father's private part to be able to connect with him on a no. father-to-daughter basis. That is so wrong. Yeah. You can't convince me about that. There's so many ways in which fathers connect with their daughters, and this is not one of them, if you ask me. So, my dear, you and your husband need to sit down and have that conversation and set the rules right for your daughter, and this is the time. Otherwise, you'll miss out on... <coughs> On teaching her yeah. the right things from, from start. She will take it out. The next time you realize, she'll think it's normal. The th next time you realize, the headmistress is calling you because she's going to touch a teacher's private hmm. part because she thinks it's cool. Charlie? You know? And then but the next thing you realize, you're in churches praying and fasting because you can't deal Control with your her. child. But it's your fault as a parent. Mm. Can, can, okay. We, we need to do something okay. about I'm this. I'm the <laughs> only one who thinks there's a threat of sexual abuse mm. going on here. Thank right. You. Um, I, I think, just like you said, parents set the tone for their children. I don't see how you are allowing your child to touch you or fondle you so much so you that you are turned on. on and you have oh, to be have with your, your wife. wife. This sounds to me like she's being abused, either by her father <laughs> I mean, I don't know you, but based on what you said, it sounds like she's either being abused by her father or another man in the house. For her to think, for her to always reach out for her father's genitals. genitals hmm. this is, I mean, there's so many sense. other yeah, things so to do things. Yeah. as opposed to touching somebody's genitals. So me, I don't, I don't find it funny. I don't think 
it's a phase. I think your child is trying to tell you something. And I think it's time to sit up and listen, pay attention and try to do something about it. Me, I think your husband is the problem. For him to be showing you pictures of Kobe Bryant kissing his daughter, whatever, whatever, we also have to focus on the culture aspect. Mm. We don't do that here. No. Um, so if, even if you're kissing your daughter on the lips, that's one thing, but allowing your child to play with your genitals, the fact that she, she even <laughs> said sometimes he's so turned on he has to run to the room. What the? How, how is your child facilitating... <laughs> Your hmm. sex life. So me, there's a big problem here. Everything so, wrong with yeah, it. So yeah, so sit up and do something about it. It's, it's very worrying. Too worrying. When, I, when, when the, the, the message was going, initially when I heard, oh, she touches my breast, I was laughing because my daughter does the same. Because when they're born, that's the first thing they do. They start eating from their breast. So it's natural that mm -hmm. a, a daughter would, or a, child, a baby would want mm -hmm. to touch because six months. Mm -hmm. But the moment the story kept progressing... I started getting alarmed. Mm. You see, it's not like maybe there is a situation of abuse. I think I shared this with you sometime, Jessica, sometime back that when my daughter was born, in the middle of the night, I had to wake up one time and I had to give him to my husband to hold her for me for a bit. And he instinctively put on his trousers before he collected the baby to put on his lap. Aww. Now, he probably doesn't know. He didn't think much of it, but I was like, ah. Why would he want to do something like mm. that? Because he realizes that that is my daughter. Mm. He didn't want his daughter to have any connection or any mm. contact with any, mm. you know. As a man, Charlie, even an adult, me, your wife, cry, or before I put my hands there, cry. Charlie, it, it, it speaks <laughs> volumes. So my thing is that, look, your husband is a pedophile. And I have a feeling that your husband has actually coached your daughter into touching her genitals. A, a, a baby touching their breast is pretty normal because that's the first thing we feed them yeah. with. Yeah. So it's okay when a baby goes around touching breasts, you know, because they feel that that is my source of livelihood. Yeah. But the genitals are bra. The daughter doesn't touch my genitals. Yeah. The, my daughter doesn't go into my underwear, but he goes into your underwear. Then that means that she's been taught, cultured, to yeah. go into his underwear. Yeah. So I have a feeling that your Something husband is slowly abusing your daughter he hasn't um sexual no, well, it's still sexual abuse he hasn't penetrated her yet but it's a matter of time mm. yeah. when it's your daughter is about eight to ten years old and she comes crying to you that my dad has you know had an affair with me don't be surprised mm. and for the fact that look no matter how much your daughter touches you let's assume it's an honest bad joke no matter how much your daughter you touches you i don't see how that should progress into an arousal to stimulate a sexual encounter with your wife that's sick for me that is sick and what he's trying to do is to justify the acts by watching what other people do you see other parents may kiss their kiss on the lip but it ends there in affection it's not a french kiss it's a platonic kiss, and then they are done with it. And then when they are finished, they don't allow their children to go down their genitals. You understand? Mm. And like I said, there are different cultures and there are different ways we are schooled. And when you want to start that route with your kids, you also have a responsibility to educate them. Like Olivia said, sometimes you think the kids are young, but the kids are the most manipulative creatures on the planet. They know how to push boundaries. Right. But as much as not to push boundaries, they listen. You just have to be consistent in what you are saying. Mm. 
You just have to be consistent in what you're saying. If you say, stop it, this is not good, keep saying, this is not good, this is not good, this is not good, and give them something like a, a consequence of your action. For my son, all I have to say is that you're not my friend. Mm. Once I say you're not my friend, he's jittery. Mommy, you're my friend. No, you're not my friend. My friends don't do that. He's going to stop. Mm. So have a way. Find a way where you can correct your children so that they don't push boundaries. Because you see, at that age, if you can't control them, when they are teenagers, how can you control them? And the moment this child under one year is okay touching the father's genitals, hey, then by six, seven, eight, be in trouble. when she's doing certain things, what, what are you going to do about it? So you ask the mother, you say, what should you do? I think that you should have a proper conversation with your husband. Yeah. You should start unschooling your child. And if this is your first child, I mean, this is drastic, but this is very important. If it's possible, eh, this for me will be a deal breaker in removing my child away from that home, i.e. separating the marriage or mm. getting a divorce. Mm. Mm. I wouldn't want my child exposed to this kind of life. Yeah. You understand? I think yeah. it's even about schooling or educating It's about your taking child. your child out of yeah. that situation. So making sure that doesn't even happen. Yeah, because you see, at that stage, they are building their cognitive. So you realize that you have children who are one year, two, things have happened, they don't have a memory. But it affects Later. their thoughts mm. and how they see things in future. Yeah. So at this stage, they are, from zero to four years old, they build about 50% of their brain capacity. Yeah. So between zero to four, whatever they feed is actually what makes them who they are. Mm -hmm. You understand? So at this stage, if they are being fed, that it's okay <coughs> to reach out as a baby girl and touch your father's whatnot. Ah, ah. So please, I think that remove your child from that situation yeah. for the sake of the child. Yeah, yeah. I have a question. Yeah. How many of you have ever been kissed on your lip by your dad? Never. Anyone Never. in the audience? But I do for my kids, though. But no, my, okay. my dad, but, no. Okay. I can't picture it. Yeah, my, that's my, what I'm saying. My, like, my dad even, is 90 plus. Even, so. that, for, <laughs> even <laughs> that for a Ghanaian father is yeah. far-stretched. It's far-stretched, I mean, yeah. there are days where I speak to my dad, I'll go like, I love you. And he'll just like, <laughs> no response. <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. I can count the number of times my father has said I love you to me, you know, you know, just right after a phone call. It's not, it's not normal. And so I, I don't think even his reference to Kobe Bryant should mean anything in this, in this equation. Exactly. And it is very worrying, indeed. A psychologist has told me before that even if you walk around naked in front of your kids, it's, it's abuse. abuse. It, it is. It's abuse. So it's, it's not something that should be entertained at all. You know, and this, there's obviously something the child is trying to say. But let me bring in the audience. I don't know if there's anyone in the audience who'd like to comment. I mean, heavy. okay, there's a gentleman behind. Uh, let me know your name and then you can go My ahead. My name is Ben. Ben, super. In psychology, mm. there are theories on stages of development. Right. At three, she's, inter she's interacting with the, her environment. She's also exploring and she's responding based on the feedback she's getting. Okay. And so it's very early. The parents need to step up their boundaries and discipline her before things get out of hand. Thank right. you. Right, right, right. Anyone else? Yeah, please. My name is Blessing. Okay. Okay. Hey, based on what um, Rosie said, I totally agree. Like, there should be no reaction whatsoever if your kid touches you. Mm. And then this thing about parents sitting down, it looks like the dad is okay with it. So the child should just be taken out of that environment. I totally agree with that. So what Else, would you have done? Would you leave the, the, the marriage? I would. I wouldn't do anything wouldn't for my kids. I have two boys. Okay. And I'll, I'll do anything for them. I mean, getting them. You don't allow someone to go through an abuse and think it's going to go away. 
it stays with them forever. It mm. goes into their unconscious. Yeah. So they grow up and then they start doing stuff and society start judging. It didn't just start. Right. It didn't just happen. It was there. Somebody groomed them to be exactly what they are now. So for me, it's a no-no. I'm getting my kid out of that place. Mm. Right. Okay. Um, I'll take the last comment from the lady. Yeah. Hi, it's Gail again. <laughs> Hi, Gail. So what I want to say is that people find it weird that a father can abuse his own child. It really happened. Last time I read a story on Facebook where the woman said she kept smelling a particular smell from the, her baby's mouth, three months old. And I think she knew what the smell was. So she... she um, what's, what's the word? Um... She pretended to go out, okay. told the man she was going out, and then went to hide behind the window and saw his, the man putting his penis in the baby's oh. mouth. Three months. So I think it came in her mouth or whatever. So that was the smell. It was the oh. spam. So, and a lot of um, abuses that goes on is from people who are close to yeah. the kids. And we should stop saying kids are kids are kids because... Like you said, they may not have to be able to put whatever happens in words, words yeah. but the memories will be there. Mm. And then when they grow up, they're going to manifest it in, in different ways, know, very you know negative way. So, and the father to for the girl to put her hand in <laughs> his pants—that's the the, the 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 most craziest bit. Because if it's in front of me naked, I can understand. But but she puts her hand in his in it, yeah. Right, she goes for it, you know, herself. So it's it's really sick. Yeah, and I agree that. You know, she has to be taken out of, of the situation. Uh, I agree with that. So, well, thank you. Anyway, um, we need to. <laughs> yeah, we need to move on because we have other stories. But um, here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. We'll, we'll go for a quick break. And when we return, we'll continue this conversation. So you're welcome back to Sister Sister on City TV and 97.3 City FM. Remember our WhatsApp number 054-998-6996. You can also weigh in on this conversation. What are your thoughts? I mean, I wanted to move on to the next story, but uh, there's a gentleman in the audience who's pressing me to just come to him. He has a comment he wants to make. And so <laughs> we'll go right um, to him. So what's your name, sir? Actually, I'm Nana Hey, You have a heavy name, actually. Anyway, so, so what are your thoughts on the previous story? It's basically a question, not a okay. comment. You know, uh, I don't want us to jump into conclusion. From the case study, I realized that the child is already exposed to the nudity. Mm. So I was thinking, you know, there's one thing we should know here. Each and every child in this world is ignorant. He or she knows nothing okay. about what he or she is doing. So now that she or he is exposed to the nudity, what education can we give? Because I don't think the child uh, has feelings when touching the, the genital. Right. I don't know if it was clarified in the... No, it wasn't. Good. So my point here is, since the child does not have any feelings, can there be any education given to the child because she or she is already exposed to the, the, the nudity? Right. So taking her out... She still have the experience. So what education can we give to such yeah. a child? Okay, so I have, can I just say... Okay. <laughs> so what I wanted to say was that the assumption that the child doesn't have any feelings when she touches the 
nudity of the man is wrong. Yes. Nobody here thought us. Oh God. Yes. Ask how it feels or how to get attracted to or how. We all went to school one day, you saw some guy one day, like, this guy is so cute. You saw some girl one day and you realized that you were having wet dreams about this girl. Nobody taught us that when you meet, because you're a man, you meet a girl, you're supposed to have a wet dream. Certain things are inherent. They are in the body. So you can't assume the child doesn't feel anything. That's one. And two, children may be ignorant in that they don't know the world they are coming into, but their brain is far more developed than the adults. Exactly. And that is why a child can learn about seven languages at once. But you, the adult, you struggle to mm -hmm. learn one extra language as to what you're doing. So the child's brain cells are so developed. And when you give correction to a child, no matter how young, the most important key word here is consistency. You have to consistently correct the child for the child to know that what they are doing is right or is wrong. That's why it's also not good to just criticize children. And as much as you criticize them, you also need to acknowledge it when they do good. You need to say thank you to them. You need to say please to your children. When you offend your children, you need to say, I'm sorry. That's the way they also learn. So once you do these things consistently, then they begin to unlearn the wrongs and then they can be able to do the right thing. But the unfortunate thing is that the stage which they learn these things well is between zero to four. And I hear between zero to eight, you might do something about it. But the most important stage is the zero to four. So what it means is that when you miss out on the zero to four, you miss out on the eight, then it means that it takes much, more much more effort. effort to correct them because then it's inbuilt in their cognitive. Mm -hmm. yeah. Let me tell you a story. There's this particular song we used to sing for uh, my firstborn when he was young. We sang it for a period of about two months. At that time, he wasn't even talking. We stopped singing it. One day, we're sitting in the hall, and he goes like, rolling, rolling, rolling. I'm like, ah, we haven't sung this song in like a year and a half. Where is this song coming right. from, you know? Yeah. It means that in his mind, when we were singing it for him back then, he was hearing it, and he, he learned it. Now that he can speak... He's bringing to life what is in his mind over a year and a half ago. Interesting. So it means that the things that we teach our children, we do in front of them. Sometimes we think that, oh, so on casa. And that's why parents who do jiggy jiggy in front of their kids because mm. they think they are asleep. That's abusive they should be very as well. careful. Yeah. Because you think that they are asleep, they are not watching, or they are young, they can't even talk, they don't know what they are. But the thing is that it's in their system. One day it comes out. And then you'll be thinking that my child is spoiled, my child is doing things, but it's coming from you. Yeah, mm. exactly. So don't assume that the child is not feeling anything. The child is feeling something because yeah. anatomically she's a woman. And the man is also feeling something because anatomically he's a man. But he's so stupid because he should know that he's not only a man, but he's a child's father. father. Thank you. Anyway, I, I, I mean, I don't want us to drag this too much, so yeah. let's just move on because we have other stories that need our attention. And I'll go right into our second story. So this one says, I've been married to my husband for four years and we have three children. The oldest is three years. The younger ones are twins, one year, four months old. I've never seen my husband on a motorbike, nor do I have any idea that he can ride one. I recently discovered that my husband has a bike and he's had it for six months. Apparently, he doesn't bring it home and has been hiding it. We had a big misunderstanding and he brought it home because we were not on talking, times, on talking, on talking terms, so I couldn't ask questions. I learned he has joined a group called Bikers GH or something. They ride <laughs> from Accra to far places like Sogakopa and Akosombo. My husband is never home on weekends. 
I'm worried about the risks involved. My children are very young. He has no living close relative. And so if something should happen to him, the burden will be on me. It's already risky driving a car, but we all know that a bike has a greater risk. Also, the fact that he's not home during the weekends is another big bother for me. I don't have a house help, and I need help with, some, with the kids sometimes. He's refused to listen to counsel from everyone, even his own father. The fact that he even hid it from me uh, since he bought it also hurts very much. Now I'm wondering what more he's hiding. I've been advised to pray, and that's what I'm doing at the moment. Hmm. But what do you ladies think? got herself a biker boy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't think there's anything wrong with him riding a bike. I, I do think there's something wrong with the fact that he hid it for six months. I mean, you ladies, I'm sure you'll be telling your stories very soon, but I too have a lot of friends who ride bikes and um, I'd much rather you were open from the start because of course I'll get nervous, right. especially when you're doing long distances. But I mean, me, I know biker, is a biker Biker boys, GH, or biker gang, GH? Biker girls. Biker, no, no, no. The one he Bikers joined. GH. Bikers, GH. I know they all go together. I know they are, they, they are very experienced riders. They even take care of the new guys that come on board. So I don't think she should be as worried about the riding of the bike per se. But I think it's the fact that he hid it mm. and then brought it home when they were having a misunderstanding. It's okay to try a new hobby, but just be open with your partner. Okay. Sometimes, sometimes I feel like uh, when you're in a marriage, rather than constantly complain about what your partner is doing and not necessarily having a solution, you need to sort of go into your partner's mind to understand. As, as difficult as that is, you don't understand why he loves biking this much. Trust me, he knew you were going to, to um, disagree mm. from day one. Yeah. And he knows that he understands, believe it or not, I feel like he understands where you're coming from because you have legitimate reasons. And, and really, it is true. You have some bikers end up dying and leaving their kids and stuff. Yes, that's truth. That's the reality. But having said that, to calm yourself as a, as a woman and as a parent and as a, as a wife, this is what I think you should do. Go to your husband and tell him, Clearly, I can't stop you. I'm hurt that you didn't share this other part of you with me. But I can understand that you know where I'm coming from. Moving forward, show me what excites you so much about biking. Let him have a day out with you. Show you where, where he rides, who he's riding with, what he, he does. Trust me, Rosina's husband is into training people to ride bikes professionally. Mm. They, 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 they help them get all <laughs> geared right up. Way, you learn biking the right way. He, he advises you with regards to what kind of bike to ride, especially if you're a new biker. Mm. He shows you what to do, when to do. Like, people do things the right way. This is what I think. Spend that time with your husband. Get to, you need to know that he's safe. Once you know that he's safe, you will be calm and you will be open. And then all you need to do at this point, I feel like all you need to do is to, to be there for him. You can't because the more you object, the more you push him away. And if you give him the opportunity to see that, okay, it's, I'm not all bad. I'm not all, I'm not necessarily not for what you want. I can appreciate that this is what you want, but these are my concerns as well. But how do we move forward?
you see what I mean? Mm. Like, you need to know how best to move forward. And you need to, to be able to feel at ease knowing that your husband is okay, knowing that he's doing the things the right way so that his life will not be cut short. Once you have that, I think that could help. And with regards to him not being around during the weekends, that's why I think. If you get a bit more involved or a bit more interested in what he loves, which is biking, right? The fact that you're interested in it, depending on how you communicate to him, you can tell him, I love that you love this, but I would also appreciate a bit more time With at him. home. Mm -hmm. So rather than go on the weekends, Monday, weekends, which is Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, at least, you know, can he do just Sundays mm. from this time to this time? You can work it out, talk about it, and move on, because then it will be push and pull. He won't stop. He hid it from you. There's no way he's going to stop. But address it and try and move past it. That's what I think. But he's made it so hard for her, though, to even make that effort. He hid it from her, and he hasn't really given her the opportunity to be a part of it. So how would she try to include herself in something that it seems he doesn't want her to be a part of? I see what you're saying, but... It's one thing having a new hobby and allowing your partner to be a part of it. And it's another thing to have a new hobby and to not include your partner in it because you're being so hard-headed, you know, she's going to object. object. Mm. Yeah, so how would she... I mean, it's, it's a lovely idea to say that, you know, she should try and get into it with him, mm -hmm. ask, ask him to show her the... The, the where he rides, mm -hmm. his friends, even hop on the bike one day, yeah. something like that. But mm. he's not including her, so how would she even... Don't look at it from a okay. negative Wait, approach. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you know me, you know that um, I used to be very sporty. The, the body doesn't look like it now. But it does. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I was always into bikes, loved bikes and all of that. Watch movies when there are bikes, I get excited. Now, when I wanted to learn how to ride a bike, I walked straight to my husband's place. Then I didn't know him. I said, I want to learn how to ride a bike. Well, he started teaching me, and here we are with two kids married. Hey, <laughs> another story. You're teaching but, you other things. Yeah. 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 But you see, the thing is, when I also started riding, I hid it from my family. Wow. Being, be, look, my, my, my mom is an educationist. She was always about, you're a lady, learn, get yourself educated. That's the one thing a man cannot take away from you. She was all about learning, learn, learn, learn. I said, I break, learn, learn, learn. So, you know, when you're doing some of these things, there's a part of you that knows that they will not accept. But guess what? The very day I was bold enough to finally take the bike home, my mom said, oh, finally. <laughs> okay, let me take my car out of the garage. Rosina, pack the bike in the garage. It's more easier to steal, so pack that in the garage. Wow. That's because my mother knows me. Yeah. And the fact that I started riding didn't come to her as a shock. So I didn't get the whole lecture. Now, be woo, be woo, be woo. The only thing I got was be careful. Yeah. And um, Jessica has been through training with my husband. He will, she, will, she will tell you that he is very meticulous, meticulous. when it comes to training. Mm. And sometimes where you learn how to do things is very important in how you do the things. Of course, there are people who just jump on bikes and then they get on very big bikes, they're fascinated about the speed, they're driving, everything. And then the priorities are misplaced, the ego overtakes everything. But sometimes when you learn it the right way, you go through the right process, you actually realize that it's safe. And the fact that we have bikers in Ghana who have lived in now 60 plus and are still riding means that if you do it the right way, you can actually live. Mm. Now, so... Um, it's not surprising that he'll want to hide it from her because you know that there's a perception that once you hop on a bike... You've signed a death certificate. You've mm -hmm. signed a death certificate that you might, you might possibly die or you might possibly lose your life. So it's there. The perception is there. 
So it's difficult to break to your partner that I want to learn. They're going to discourage you. How would you feel or how do you think your partner will feel if you tell oh, I want to learn how to write, don't do it. Then you go ahead and do it. But if you do it, you are hoping that at some point, trusting that you are a responsible person to begin with, you'll be responsible about your life. And that's what you are hoping and counting on, that your partner will support you because this is you. Okay. Now, my only problem with the man is that when the wife found out, the approach, the arrogance, and it's what's wrong. Mm -hmm. And a woman, you see, when you talk, like um, last week I was talking about postnatal depression. So when you have a baby, it's very depressing. Everyone, wah, wah, wah. I want this, that, mommy this, mommy that. You see, it's so depressing. And sometimes all you want is, even if the man is not doing anything, you just want the man in the house. So that if there's anything, you can say, oh, Kojo, do this. Or oh, Kwesi, do that. But when the man is ever absent, doing what he loves, whilst you are stuck with screaming children, mm. for me, it gets to a point where you, you now get depressed. Mm. Like, you can't be you. You can't be yourself. Mm. So what the man had to do was to do a trade-off. Yes, you want to travel. You want to see places. It's okay. But you can't afford to do it every week. At the expense of your family. At the expense yeah. of your family. Because you need to know your family. All said and done, your family is your basic unit. All said and done, if, God forbid, knock on wood, something happens and you leave, your family is the one going to bear the brunt of your leaving. You understand? Anytime something happens to anybody, everybody goes like, oh, your wife, your parents, yeah. your children. That's all they think about. Nobody thinks about your friends, your gang, your group. I doubt the group is Bikers GH, though, but... Hey, let me just leave that. said Bikers GH or something. Or something. So I think it's, it's there something. There's something. Because Bikers GH has not, has not been together in a while. Because I belong to Bikers GH too. Hey. Or used to belong to Bikers GH. So I know that we haven't done something in a, in a while. So I doubt it's Bikers GH is recent. But that being said, you the woman. Listen. When someone is passionate about somebody, about something, it's very difficult to kill it. And sometimes I believe in certain levels of spirituality that the energy with which you use to back or support somebody goes a long way to either make the person successful or put the person in harm's way. So you as the wife, you are a spiritual backing for your husband. So you need to think positive thoughts. My husband is responsible. My husband loves his family. My husband is going to go back and come back home safely every day. Now when you back your husband, that's spiritual backing is safety for your husband on the road. Number two, like Olivia said, let him know that you are disappointed that he didn't trust you enough mm. to let you know what your new hobby is mm. and what you were going to do. However, you like to see him on the right. Yeah. And you want to be comforted. Mm. Or you can say, look, make me a promise that you'd always come back home to us safe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Now, when, sometimes when things happen, you know, I'm very hot-headed, naturally. Really? Yes. I've, I've had to learn to tone down sometimes, you know. I mean, well, yeah, I may, you know, but I've realized that in marriage, sometimes you have to put the hot-headedness aside. Mm. And you need to appeal to that soft side of the person. Let the person know that I, I've got your back. And I, I know that this is important to you. Yeah. But please just let me in on it. Let mm. me know what it is, talk about it, 
of course, let her know, let him know what your problems are. But by all means, don't stop the person. Look, if you tell a child, don't touch this. That is where you are going to touch. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly how, when it comes to passions and people are. If somebody is passionate about something, the more you tell the person, don't do, don't do, that is what drives the person to go and yeah. do. So I think that just chill. What he did was not wrong because in the marriage... Was not wrong? You, oh, I said what she did oh, okay. was not wrong because in the marriage... When you take certain decisions that are life-changing, you need to let your partner in Absolutely. on it. Exactly. Yeah. However, now that it's done, you also cannot apply the fist to meet the fist. Then there'll be mm. chaos. So you now have to be the soft side. Let the man know you are disappointed. Let it be on record mm. that you are disappointed. Mm. But by all means, if I'm thinking, if you, he recently learned how to ride, most likely he learned with gear shift. Most likely. Most likely. And if you visit the gear shape ground, that's my husband's grounds where he teaches people how to ride a motorcycle, you'll be comforted in the way he takes people mm. through the process. Yeah. It will probably put your mind at ease. You understand? Yeah. So I think that, yes, it's hurtful that he did something without your knowledge, and it's annoying that he's taking out of your family life on all weekends. Like every weekend, he's out doing something, out doing something. So I think that you should have a word with him and let him know that you also need him in the home yeah. Yeah. so that he can have a balance between his passion and his family. Yeah. Yeah. He needs to set his priorities right. Once that is done, I'm sure you should have a, a, a good time. Mm. Maybe you'd even sign up to learn yourself, trust yeah. me. And then I you mean, join Biker Girls GH. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so from where she sits, it might also seem that he's always just going out with his friends. But you know, oh. bikers also do a lot of philanthropy work. Mm -hmm. I mean, just what, two weeks ago, we rode yeah. all the way to Akosimbo <coughs> yeah. on a, a totally different role. And it wasn't just a fun ride. Mm. You know, you do stuff. Um, so, yes, I'm, I'm not surprised that he hit it. Um, I think that now that it's out in the open, yes, she needs to be more in, involved and engaged in, you know... Um, what they do. What they do, you know, and, and show some interest as well. Um, and then negotiate with him on the days that, yeah. you know, the, the amount of time, basically, he spends with his bikers. I'm sure he'll be reasonable enough to cut down on that. Would he? Plus, oh, you know, he can send me the people, person's name. I'll people. let Dan work on him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, people, people also tend to forget. Like, for instance, and I'll use myself as an example. <coughs> Yes, I always liked to watch other people ride. I was fascinated by bikes. But one of the main things that made me go into riding was it was therapeutic for me. And I said this mm -hmm. in Akosimbo, mm -hmm. if you remember. I mentioned, I, I talked about how riding freed up my mind from all the hurts that I've, mm. I've been through. And especially, mm. this was when my mom passed. I found it as a very liberating thing to do. And I don't know what he's trying to get away from or if it's just normally a passion for him. But you never know. It might be something that's bringing him healing. Yeah. You understand? So just try to get to know what your husband actually um, um, gets back from riding a motorcycle, etc. Um, but let me, let, me, let me throw this back to the audience. I don't know if there's anyone <laughs> in there. So your name is? My name is Isaac. Okay, Isaac. What are your thoughts? I want to start by saying that he should, she should advise the man to go in for a life insurance. Very important. Okay. Because myself, I'm into life insurance. Nice. Hey. I tell you, sure. That's, that's good. That's good. Living. Yeah. Why not? So, I mean, anything can happen on the road. So it's very important that we all take life insurance very serious. Okay. Aside that, this is one of the things that um, when it happens, or these are one of the things we take too serious in relationships. And at the end of the day, we create so much issues. Like she is saying, because she's, he's eating the bike for six months and now there are issues at home because of a man he's using his ego to bring the bike home, she shouldn't get to that level. She shouldn't mm. worry. I mean, once you know that this man is trying to ride on his ego, 
you just have to ignore and try to let him know the reasons why he's supposed to be at home now that you have kids. Right. He's not always uh, have to be on the road if he has so much passion for the bike. The family is also important. So she shouldn't take it so serious. I mean, she, she can, this thing, they can handle it. It's not any yeah. difficult. Why so much responsibility put on the woman? <laughs> on the though. woman, yeah. Like, oh, be the bigger person. He's bringing it because of his ego. It's a lot. Yeah. No, let's, let's hear. Let's hear someone else. Mine is quick and short. Hmm. Life is about striking a balance. So the man should strike a balance between his marital responsibilities and his hobbies. Straightforward. Ah. Straightforward. We'll go for a quick commercial <laughs> break. And uh, when we return, we'll get into more of your messages. But remember, your comments are also welcome to the show. Just uh, send a WhatsApp to 054-998-6996. And if you're watching from outside Ghana, prefix it with our country code, plus 233. We'll be right back. You're welcome back to Sister Sister on City TV and 97.3 City FM. Remember, you can search for us on Facebook, search for at Sister Sister Live, like our page, interact with us. You can even slide into our DMs. We do not mind. <laughs> um, we'll go into our next message, and here it is. Hi, sisters. I've been in a relationship with my girlfriend since July last year. The issue is for about four months now. She has changed towards me. She wasn't responding to my test and she just went off not communicating. I became disturbed. It was later in December that she broke her silence. She told me she's pregnant, and it's as a result of an affair with her boss. Because of what happened between her and her boss, she felt she had let me down and offended me, even before she realized she was pregnant. She didn't know what to do. She explained that it happened at work. I felt so bad with many thoughts running through my head, knowing that her boss has a serious fiancé, and their wedding is due to take place soon. I'm even wondering if her promotion was based on merit and how long this affair has been going on for. She is not breaking up with me either. After a while, I decided to forgive her because I love her. There has been a dip in my trust for her though. She wanted to abort the pregnancy, but I discouraged her. She then asked if I was ready for it. I just didn't want her to hurt the innocent child. She is four months pregnant now. She says she doesn't want to marry her boss. Now her boss has gone to see her parents and has been asked to pay a certain amount of money to cater for the pregnancy and their born child. But he hasn't paid yet. Should I forget about this relationship? Is it wise to marry a lady who has a baby for her boss? What should I do now? And the drama does not end, I tell you. Uh, yeah, ladies, who wants to go first? <laughs> Livy? It reminds me of this submission that we had months ago about a lady who kept being abused by her boss mm. in the office constantly and we kept advising her to actually stand up and do something because then her boss was going to get her pregnant. Right. I hope that this is not a follow-up of that. <laughs> you never know. Um, but um, picking up from there and this whole boss-employee relationship, um, I don't know, as women, we shouldn't be afraid. I know it's easier said than done. But, you know, once you're in a defined relationship that's heading somewhere, for me, I feel like there are no gray areas. You know, um, your boss has no, no, what's the word I'm looking business. for? Business. Sleeping with you. Mm. No business whatsoever sleeping with you. And 
trust me a lot has happened now she's pregnant now you don't know you've got a bit of trust issues should you take the baby should you not take the baby because now you're in a dilemma you're like i love this woman to bits this is what happened yes i can forgive her but can i live with the consequences with her and especially because after the boss messed up he doesn't even want to take up responsibility mm. and he's also going to get married you see that's why i have a big problem with people who cheat in relationships do not cheat in a relationship you can't do that you cannot um clearly these are the consequences of doing things like that for me this guy there is no way you keep telling yourself that you love her and you've forgiven her but now you don't know what to do because you have trust issues with her she told you because me saying it's such such that you listen to me infancy you can't hide it had she had the opportunity to hide it she would have hidden it from me from you and what would you have done moving forward you have trust issues if you know that you can't completely forgive her if you know that you con constantly have trust issues trust me don't be in a relationship with her let her deal with it i know it's it's um it's a tough decision to make or it's 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 a bitter pill to swallow for the girl and maybe for you but you can't take yourself out of you can take yourself out of this i, I mean she should have known I'm sorry but she should have known. Yeah. Yes is yes and no is no. She shouldn't have taken he should she shouldn't have allowed that to happen. So mm -hmm. basically she cheated on him mm -hmm. and got pregnant. Mm -hmm. right. So there wasn't a hint of it wasn't like an abusive situation. It's not like she felt obliged to sleep with her boss. Cuz I I didn't hear a hint of that. They mm. haven't had that conversation. They've gone as far as talking about the family being asked to i mean the boss being asked to pay a certain amount to the family but if she was able to open up to him about that i'm not trying to judge but i feel she would have been able to say it wasn't consensual or right. you know i i think if it was, it was. that it, i think it was, it was consensual mm. so let's not excuse her basically what you're asking me is should you stay with a partner who firstly cheated on you and secondly had the nerve to cheat on you without protection, protection. Yeah. yeah they didn't baby, have they didn't have respect for your health your safety and they decided to do it unprotected she had unprotected sex with her boss mm. on top of that <laughs> mistakes happen but on top no, of that that's what i mean in terms that's what i mean in terms of mistakes so i didn't mean she you know fell on him and that was a mistake no i mean mistakes happen in terms of getting pregnant i mean we yeah. can track our cycles maybe she didn't mean to get pregnant but you were so careless chilling lovishating with your boss <laughs> that you had the nerve to come back to your marital home with a baby that's all sorts of disrespect that's also oh she's, she's not, not married. married either way yeah, your partner either way. Yeah. what you had the nerve to come back with a baby that's all sorts of levels of disrespect so what are you asking should you stay with somebody who does not respect you somebody who's put your health in harm's way of STDs and STIs like can you raise somebody else's baby as yours it's not like she had the baby before you guys got together mm -hmm. it was during can you really do that me for i definitely cannot okay so there you go rosie let's hear you um, <laughs> i mean I, I i i i i completely agree i mean the first um, red flag is she went silent on you 
it's a red flag. Yeah. Why yeah. do you go silent on your partner? She was probably trying other avenues and because it didn't work out, she came back to you because you're the easy fall on guy. Mm. And even the way you're talking, I'm looking like maybe you are lucky that you're with a girl like her. Since you're the baby Albergy, you know, dear. so fine, she falls on you, she goes AWOL, doesn't speak to you, and then the next minute, she's saying, that, Oh, I was in a relationship with my boss and I'm pregnant with my boss on ferry. And she's actually even told you that the boss has come to see the parents, the parents are, I mean, Look, Challenge. long and short, don't my dear, that. you're a good man. You don't need a woman like this in your life. Mm -hmm. This woman, eh, trust me, this is not the first baby that will come. <laughs> <laughs> this one, this baby is a financial baby. Mm. As in, she's probably using it. She doesn't, she's not interested in marrying the man. Oh. Maybe it's a way of getting the man to mm -hmm. support her for life. Yeah. And that man is going to come who, who's father or who is even more richer than this one. And she'll bring it to you again. So, my dear, I don't think that... I think your heart is too good for this. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's something that you need to entertain. Period. Mm -hmm. Right. I'll take one comment from the audience because we're out of time. Um, if you can pass the mic. Yes. Right, so, let's have a quick one. I'm Ernest. I think that... It's Hi, not, Hi. What's up? I'm good. It's not... An event. It's a process. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's like not the that. first time she's having that intimacy. All right. Mm -hmm. Secondly, I remember MFA saying on one of the episodes that if she can lie, at that time it was a guy, so she was like, if he can lie, he can do blah blah. If she also can do this, she can kill. <laughs> Open now. Of course. Yeah, of course. True, it's true. She can all right. She can do all the things that MFR said the guy can do. Right. Charlie, run for your life. Run for your life. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> all righty. Well, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. This woman is bad news and you shouldn't encourage it at all. Unless, of course, your future doesn't matter to you. And I believe it does. Reason why you've written this show. So, uh, gentlemen, we wish you the best of luck mm. with uh, that one there. But we have to go. We're out of time, unfortunately. I don't know what's going on with the time now. It's like the audience came in and suddenly one hour gone, you know. But uh, it's, been, it's been great. Thanks, ladies, for your time. And to you guys for being amazing. Put your hands together for yourself. Yeah. Um, for those of you listening and watching, listen, um, every week the show comes your way on your favorite station. Uh, you can send your emails ahead of time. Send your questions ahead of time to jessica at cityfmonline.com. I'd love to hear from you. Join our Facebook page as well. Uh, like our page. Slide in our DMs. Drop your messages there. We love to hear from you uh, on that platform as well. So thanks for watching and listening. And bye-bye.